So, um, are you able to do the show this week? You don't sound very good. No, I'm not very good. You sound. I really don't good. feel very well. <laughs> but as I've only got to lean out of my bed towards the microphone and do it, let's just crack on, shall we? Okay, right. Well, are you comfortable? Yeah, just introduce the f***ing show and let's get on with it. 30 seconds in. All right, okay. This is the James Whale Radio Show with me, Robbo, and the ill James Whale. very much indeed that's uh, that's very good now um welcome to the program uh this will probably be one of the worst ones we've done actually in a bunch of fairly appalling programs that uh that probably has quite a lot to say for it doesn't it really yeah it's up there with the rest of them yeah um so what a week this has been what a fabulous fabulous week uh before i talk about some of the things i, I wanted to talk some of the serious issues um i i'm going to open the show with another dig at religion Muslims, Christians, flipping X sake, guys, come on. We live in a world which is getting smaller, and all you do is moan and groan. Not all of you. I appreciate it. There are some very nice Muslims and Christians and other things around. But, you know, when I, I see some of the disgusting behavior in countries like Iran... Uh, and various African nations where homosexuality is treated appallingly under the name of their stupid religions, I begin to despair for this planet. And then when I see the little video that I put out on Twitter this week of a young girl, 13 years old, in Utah, in America, she's a Mormon like most of them in Utah are, I'm not sure whether I should feel sorry for her or not, but, you know, that's the way she's been brought up. Some might even say that's child abuse, inflicting a religion on a child before they are old enough to know what that means. But this very intelligent, very articulate young girl stood up in front of her church on the days when they have to testify and tell people their innermost thoughts and things about them. She started to say that she was gay that she knew God loved her because God loves all his creations. Not sure whether God's a man anyway. And they just cut her microphone off. Weren't even prepared to hear what she had to say. And, you know, then there's a, a religious freak in Brazil who happens to be a judge who overturns a a court order on this psychologist, who also happens to be a Christian in Brazil. Uh, He overturns the court order against her practicing a cure for homosexuality so she can go off and pretend to cure people because their sexuality. I'm sick of it. it, it. With the problems in the world, I suppose it is a small thing unless you happen to be gay. I'm not gay, but I... I know a lot of people who are gay. Uh, some people even think you can catch it. If you could catch it, I'd be gay. But, you know, it's religion that does this. I'm not talking about starting the wars, by the way, at the moment. I'm talking about this vile prejudice by 
people in the two main religions, lots of homophobes everywhere else, but people in the two main religions who feel that it is within their right to say things that, you know, in this country it would be illegal if you didn't say, oh, it's my religion. What sort of God, what sort of super being would actually be bothered really about people's sexuality? So I just want to say, you know, if you're a Christian or if you're a Muslim, look inside your souls, if you can, and just think about the hate and the and the depression and the and the helplessness that you are spreading amongst some people because of your ridiculously stupid doctrines. If you want to privately have those views, fine. But please, don't express them. Because one day, if you're right and there is a God, and if this God is going to revisit this planet at some time, I think... I think people who hold the sort of views that would drive them to cut the microphone of a young girl who was saying how she felt to people who should have been more understanding, I think those people will be in for a big surprise. And those people who take uh, other human beings out and stone them to death or hang them, as happens in some countries, uh, you should be ashamed of yourselves. You should actually be ashamed of yourselves. And if those, by the way, if those countries happen to be, and some of them are, part of the British Commonwealth, they should be kicked out immediately. But there we are. Right, I feel better for that, Rob. I've got that off my chest now. I just thought that that video, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, it was just the most appalling thing to see uh, a young girl being treated in that way or a young human being being treated in that way. Yeah, I did. I saw it on your Facebook page the other night. I think it's disgusting the way that that girl was treated. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, where should we go from here? I, I suppose one of the things that it's, it's kind of, uh, it's out of time now, but I'm, I was quite interested in whether or not uh, Theresa May was going to have the, um, uh, the, 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 the dangly bits to sack Boris. Um, and I asked on... Uh, on Facebook, Irene Evans says, uh, he should stay. People don't like you speaking the truth. Good on you, Boris. I don't think Boris actually knows what the truth is, Irene. I think Boris is concerned with Boris. That's my feeling. Uh, Philip Rowland says, no, she needs to stay on track for delivering a true Brexit. It's never going to happen, Philip, I'm afraid, mate. Uh, Dave Benjamin, the country loves Boris. No, it doesn't. Some people love Boris. A lot of people think he's a buffoon. Not as a politician, but as a figure of fun. Yeah, you're right there, Dave. He must stave to cheer us up. Um, who else we got here? Keith Johnson says, anybody who thinks Boris is a buffoon has fallen right into his trap. He plays the buffoon, but has an incisive intellect that can be quite dangerous, and his plain speaking provides great entertainment for the rest of us. Keith, uh, you're very right in what you say. Um, but he can never be, surely, the uh, the leader of this country. Um, is Boris going to be our prime minister? Do people actually want Boris to be our prime minister? Uh, he is, amongst some of the civil servants that uh, I've spoken to, uh, quite annoying, apparently, and that uh, some of his faux pas as foreign secretary have uh, caused quite a few problems, but I don't suppose we'll ever really find out. Um, so we did ask, uh, is he your next uh, Prime Minister? Alan Bell said he's as thick and idiotic and dangerous as Trump. Well, Alan, no, he's not. Um, and you should not underestimate Mr. Boris Johnson. 
Paul Evans says, uh, definitely, he is a smart cookie. He is a, a better choice than Ramona Corbyn. You've got to get over this, Paul. You, you're not going to get the Brexit you want. It isn't going to happen. Uh, Mick, as you will hear fairly soon, Mick Gallagher, God help Britain if Boris the buffoon Johnson is the next Prime Minister. God help us all. Uh, Wesley uh, Magugan says uh, he could quite possibly be the next Prime Minister. Liz Savage says, please, no, Arthur Sutherland, not my PM, not ever, not Rees-Mogg either. Corbyn is the man. Oh, come on, come on. I mean, if Corbyn was the Prime Minister, we'd all be going back in time. Uh, David Booth, if it's a choice of either Remog or Boris against Corbyn, we are going to have a worse situation at the next election than we had at the last one. In fact, things will be so bad, Corbyn would probably get in this time. And not a good outlook either way, to be honest. British politics has definitely reached its lowest ever ebb. David Booth, I'm right with you, my friend. If a country like America could only offer up Trump and... Um, What's her name? Clinton. Uh, and we can only offer up Boris, Theresa May or Corbyn. I mean, what, where, are the, where are the real people who should be in politics? Why, why isn't there anybody there? I, I agree. I think, I think it's a real problem. Uh, Gary Flockton wants me to be Prime Minister. I, I, Gary, I'd love to do it for you, but I see myself more as a benevolent dictator. Because I don't think I could stand, I don't think I could really, I have no diplomacy. And if, you know, if they were all moaning in the cabinet like they are now, I'd have to bring out a big stick, hit the table very hard and say, right, you can all sod off. I will decide what we're going to do. Uh, you just piss off back to your constituencies. And I don't think they'd be very happy with that. Uh, Jack Mason says, James Whale has turned into a socialist since he was on Talk Sport. Don't be ridiculous. Some of you don't even understand uh, the dangers of socialism and the dangers of the sort of rather rather pathetic um, politicians we have at the moment. The whole thing about Brexit has been driven by a bunch of xenophobic idiots or people who think that they will make a, a little better deal for themselves. We could control our borders better now if we put more money into our armed forces, which are sadly depleted. Not something the socialists want to do. If we wanted to stop people coming into this country, if we wanted to pass other laws, if we wanted to make uh, Britain a more restrictive place, we could actually do it in many ways. If we wanted to reform the European Union, we could have been far tougher than on them, like Margaret Thatcher, probably the greatest politician uh, in the last hundred years. Better, I would say, even than Churchill. Churchill was good during the war, but in peacetime he was a bit of a dead loss. Thatcher stood up to socialism, which I don't believe in at all. In fact, moving on from socialism, let's talk about the bin strike in Birmingham. The people in Birmingham have not had their bins cleared now for months. The socialist government in Birmingham has not been showing itself in a very good light. The leader has quit because he was a useless. Uh, the Unite Union think they're very tough. What it needs is somebody in Birmingham to say to the union, you either get your guys back to work and clear that up because it is a health hazard and people have got rubbish piling up higher than a man or a woman on the corner of roads in Birmingham. It's disgusting. It's infested with lice and rat droppings. It's, it is a health hazard. And if it was me... I'd sack them. And I don't give a fly. Look, 
if we've got legislation in place that you can't sack people for not doing jobs that are important that actually lead to the injury or to the infection of the rest of us, if we can't sack people who are putting our lives and our our lives at risk and our lives in misery, then we need to look at that again. But when a union turns round and says, oh, oh, our members are not doing this and we're not doing that, sack them. Sack them. Employ other people to go and pick up the rubbish. You've got a socialist local authority in Birmingham City Centre that are useless. Look at it, useless. You know, there are unemployed kids in this country who are moaning they can't get a job. Get them in Birmingham. Get them picking up the rubbish. All right? And do it now. Who was that who called me a, a, a socialist? Jack Mason. Do one. Uh, so there are my thoughts, Robert. And, and uh, seeing that I wasn't very well, I think I've just spoken for about 20 minutes, uninterrupted by you. No help as usual. No flipping help. Let's do some music then. Um, okay. Because then uh, that'll, that'll save your voice a bit, won't it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Velvet Volume, This uh, Terry sent this in. Hello, Terry. Uh, and Terry sends in music all the time, and if you want to have some music played on the show, Rob will tell you how to get it played. Yeah, just email me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Include the MP3 permission to play, and we'll play it out even if it's bad. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, this is a bit punky. Uh, raw punk, apparently, from the Danish rock sisters, Velvet Volume. Uh, so let's tick the velvet with look, look, look.
Uh, there we are. It's released on the 6th of October. If that floats your boat, you might like to go and uh, uh, have a look at that. I'm sure you can find it on iTunes and all that sort of stuff, can't you? I'm sure if you just uh, Google Velvet Volume. Yeah. Yeah. I used to love Velvet Underground. You don't remember it, do you? Yeah, that's that's in the 60s. That's way before my time. Um, I've not mentioned my new radio show on Talk Radio, have I yet? Uh, no, not not at all. No, no you never no. mentioned it. No, no. We've been doing quite a lot of. You know, I've 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 been training up Ricky Norwood, who was in the uh, Big Brother house with me, to take over as my co-host, because Ash keeps having holidays. Has he agreed to the eighty uh, percent commission yet? He doesn't know about that yet. Oh, okay. But he will. Um, but you know, it's quite, we did a couple of videos which went quite well, didn't they? Yeah, I, I like the uh, the Star Wars one best, of course. Uh, that's done quite well. Yeah, have, I, have, have they contacted yet to see uh, whether or not uh, I'm available for the new sh- new movie? Episode 9, it'll be now. Yeah. Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Although, we do know the right people. We know Warwick Davis. Actually, yes, we should we should call up Warwick and get him on again. Yeah, we could do that. Um, oh well, let's get let's get him on the show, and, and I could act out a couple of um, uh, a couple of scenes with him. I mean, if people would like, it's still up the video on the Facebook page, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the Facebook page. I think it's on the tweet. Or it on my website. Well. Yeah, the website yeah. tweeted it out. It's everywhere. Yeah, so go and have a look. I mean, I, I, me, uh, with the, well, unfortunately, Jerry Hayes, a former MP, and used to appear on my TV show, but. <laughs> we couldn't get anybody else at the time. Um, so, uh, so go and, see, and And if you think um, there is a chance, perhaps you get in touch with uh, what's his name who does the um, does does Star Wars. Oh, my mate JJ. Yeah. yeah, get in touch with with him. I thought it was somebody else. No, they've uh, they've they've got rid of him and they're getting JJ back to do the new one. Are they? Yeah. And you know him, don't you, personally? JJ Abrams. Yeah, he's, he's a good pal. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I've got the part, obviously. Um, so, yeah, have a look at that. Uh, my new radio show on Talk Radio, but I won't be there tonight. I don't feel very well. I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, it doesn't matter. We were talking about Star Wars because I found the clip of you and Jerry Hayes fighting with lightsabers. And if I remember rightly, that was taken from the show with uh, Kenny Baker, who played uh, R2-D2. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, and that's still up there on our website too, isn't it? Yeah, I put that up the other night. It was one of your... Um the James Well show with uh, Mike Mansfield. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did quite a few sort of movie things because he knew quite a lot of movie people. And that's up on our new U- YouTube channel, isn't it? Or hasn't that launched yet? Yeah, the, new, the, the YouTube channel launched about four years ago. Uh, but, uh, oh, did it really? I thought we had a new, new one. <laughs> no, it's been, you know, modernised with lots of new video clips, etc., and TV shows. Okay. It's not new. I think I should do some introductions as well. We need to... We're doing Whaley Goes to Town soon, so that's... Yeah, that's, yeah we're uh, bringing that back. That should be good. Anybody got any ideas where I should go and do it, uh, let me know. Well, into town would be a start. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are towns everywhere. Um, right, okay. Uh, I forgot what we're doing. Should we do, have we got any uh, on the uh, Whaley's phone box this week? No Whaley phone box this week. 
Oh, what's going on, guys? Just when I need somebody to... L- listen, if you ring this number, uh, I'll give it to you now. Don't lose it. And if you ring this number, then uh, you can leave a message and we can put it on the show. Some of them are very funny. Some of them are very rude, but we usually use them because you can't get much worse, can you? Uh, 0117-230-1771. Repeat the number, Rob. 0117 Two three zero one double seven one. Why do you do it in a piss-taking voice? I don't know, but can I also let the people know? You know, when you phone that number, don't just hang up, because that's what's happening. A lot of people are just phoning it and hanging up. Because we used to have a, a recorded message from James himself. But then Skype, the... Uh, I'll just beat myself out. Beep. Um decided that they're going to get rid of um, personal recorded messages and replace it with some stupid woman saying, No message after turn, thank you, just leave a message after the tone. It is us. We will get the uh, message and we will put it out on the show. Can't I record another message and can't we get rid of the stupid cow and put mine in? No. Can I not talk to the bosses at Skype and give them a real bollocking? Do you want me to phone my mate Bill? He doesn't work there anymore, but he might have a word with the people that do. Yeah, I do. Uh, why couldn't we just have a phone number which goes somewhere and people can record stuff? If this carries on, I'm going to go to BT, get a new phone number, and I'm going to get an old analogue cassette-played old-style answering machine. That's all that we in. need, man. That's all we need. Yeah. <clears throat> go retro. I, I think... Yeah, go retro. That's a good idea. Listen, I, I, I have a, a, a problem at the moment. I think uh, Facebook, Twitter... Uh, all the other social media outlets um, and, and things like FaceTime and Skype and everything else are great, fabulous, really good. But I think the people who run them, who suddenly found themselves thrust into the multi-millionaire bracket and, and top-flight businessmen, uh, are beginning to take the piss a little bit, aren't they? Just a little, yeah. And I think they need to cool it. Uh, because, you know, you you might be ruling the roost at the moment, but it's not going to be long before loads of other uh, Facebooks and Twitters come along. Well, I don't know about Facebook and Twitter, though. That's going to be hard to replace. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well, in that case, you have a monopoly. Yeah, that's not allowed. Yeah, but they have one. Hmm. You're not allowed to do that, though, are you? You're not allowed to have no. a monopoly. And so why would the organisers of Skype suddenly decide they're given a phone number and you can do a Skype call or whatever, but they're going to put a stupid answer on and you can't put your own on? Why would you do that? What's worse is we're paying for it. Why are we paying for it? You have to pay for the um, the privilege of being on Skype these days. Yeah, gosh. We need to get some more advertising on this. You know, I, I, we won't be able to keep this going much longer. The, the costs are going up and up and up. I must think, we do get donations to keep the programme going, which is very nice. Thank you very much. Um, but uh, packets of jelly tots and Mars bars are, um, well, you can't live on Well, I don't know. You can live on them, can't you? We're doing quite well. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great out of it. Yeah, yeah, well, you don't eat anything else anyway. Um, so, listen, li- ring uh, 0117-230-1771. When the stupid old cow says, leave the message, because it is us. Yeah. And then we'll play it out on the programme. But in the meantime, we'll try and s- do a, di- a different way of doing it, because that's ridiculously stupid, isn't it? The only downer is we'd have to change the number, you see, so that they've got you by the balls. Uh, I don't wish you wouldn't use rude language like that. It just f- 
fucking irritates me. Uh, right, okay, we've done the music. Um, we've uh, we've sorted out the world to a certain extent. Um, oh, do you want to talk about this um, uh, this uh, £10 note, this new £10 note? I haven't seen one yet. I had about three yesterday in my hands. Yeah, are they like the £5 note? Exactly the same uh, orangey sort of <laughs> colour. Like the £10 yeah. note, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think they are fantastic. You know, the other ones used to get dirty and nasty and stinky and tear. The new, and I don't give a flying f- about vegans either, uh, the new the new £10 note, if it's as good as the £5 note, is great. It's as good, if not better, because it's twice the value. That's a very good point. That is a very, very a good point. Um, now, uh, new dog. Oh, I've got a new dog. Y- yes, I know. Luli. 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 That's her name. We said Luby Lou, but we call her Luli. She's sort of. Uh, she, she's. Um, she's been wandering the streets probably for a year or so. Really? But she's get. Yeah, yeah. She's been found wandering the streets of North London, apparently. And had been taken in, and then she'd been fostered by some people for a few weeks, and now we've um, we've adopted her, and hopefully, uh, she's in great order. She's great temperament, great personality. She's you know obviously a bit battered and bruised from the way she's been living, but she'll she'll get back. A dog like that wandering the streets yeah. of London. Yeah, you think somebody pick it up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Right. And how do they live, and where do they sleep, and what I don't know. I, I just it just breaks your heart, really, doesn't it? You know, you have a vision of a scraggy dog, you know, walking the streets along. Not a, a well-groomed... Yeah. Well, little... you've seen some of the pictures of uh, Luli we've put out, which she she looks fine in the pictures, except she's got a great big uh, ball patch on one side because she's been spayed, which, you know, I think all dogs need to be neutered or spayed, whichever. Um, uh, but all her fur has really been cut off because when they got her, it was all knotted and sticky. And, all right. Okay. You know, you couldn't even you couldn't even tell what breed she was. I was going to say because she looks in an amazing condition considering she's she's all right because she's had all her hair shaved off mm. and uh, it, if you see it close to you can see it's all been cut off but um, it should be fine but so why do people why why have a dog why take on a dog um, if you don't understand I mean because people are thick aren't they I mean we have too many stupid people and they get the vote and do you know a lot of stupid people have got O levels A levels and university degrees. Going to university, there's this big debate on Sky recently about the cost of university and should it come down. Um, I'm not sure it should come down. I actually think it should only be available to those people who've thought about it and really, really need to go to university. A lot of kids go there because their families say, oh, you must go to university. Oh, I must go to university, yes. Um, And, oh, get a much better job. Well, the chances are you won't. Actually, um, if you prove to an employer that you are really keen on doing what they do, I mean, obviously there are some jobs you need to go to university for. But I just, I, there are so many thick and stupid people around, and academic education is not any kind of um, a barometer as to how intelligent or how wise or people are. It just isn't. I have met some of the thickest, most stupid people who are highly well academically educated. I went to university. Exactly my point. But I see see, uh, people who treat animals as, you know, somebody must have paid a lot of money for this dog originally, I would imagine. Um, 
and 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 you know they found obviously just found it may well have have escaped from a garden or could have escaped but the dogs chipped but no address which is strange isn't it um and they've not looked for it and they haven't you know haven't trawled around all the 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 uh centers and you know the the dog homes and everything else but you would wouldn't you but some people just sort of say off you go I don't understand it. And if you if you if you are going to have a dog, it will ch- it will change your life. Not oh, will it be great? Will it be fun? Well, if you want to have an animal in your life, obviously, but you won't be able to go away or go out or do the stuff you do and just leave the dog at home. You can't do that. It's like having a two year old child. You couldn't just go out and live your life the same way you do uh, if you have young children. I don't think people actually understand that. And the, the most annoying thing of all is when these stupid people get a dog. Are we going to get a dog? It's good for the children. No, it's not. You know, if you get a dog and the children are too young, they will abuse the dog. They won't mean to, but they'll treat it badly. And there may be a chance the dog will turn on the children. Any kind of animal has to be treated with respect. Any kind of animal is going to be an imposition into your life. And you have to want it. And I don't think people realise that at all. Okay, sermon's over. So, if you want a dog, go to a rescue centre. There are far too many dogs that nobody wants. And if you have a dog, don't breed from it. There are enough official breeders, and if you have to have a puppy, and you have to have... You can still get puppies, by the way, from rescue centres. There are hundreds of them. But if you say, and people say things like, oh, well, we don't want to get a dog from rescue. We don't know how its temperament, it might have been badly treated. Uh, my experience is over the years, and I've had dogs all my life, um, is some dogs are good, some are not, like human beings. Most are much better temperament than human beings. And some, I know, I can never understand, after an animal has been so badly treated by humans, it is still prepared to give humans a chance. That's what I I can't, you know, a lot of you religious nutcases out there who believe you've got to do this, you've got to do that, otherwise you're not going to go to heaven. You should look at some of the animals. And, of course, most religions don't like animals and don't even think animals have souls, do they? That's true, sadly. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if, if if, if religious people live more like animals do in many ways, I think we'd be all a lot better off. Anyway, um, right, I think I've got that off my uh, uh, chest. Uh, listen, you don't like what I say? I don't give a stuff, all right? I couldn't care less. And and if you're one of those who thinks you can take me on, you know, why don't you email me and tell me your thoughts, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Or why don't you go on Facebook, like lots of people do, and uh, and tell me your thoughts on that. Now, here's something else, right? I thought Donald Trump's speech to the United Nations was the best thing he's done for a long time. I've been very critical, like a lot of people, of Donald Trump, and he's easy to take the piss out of. But actually, with the world going the way it is, with the stupidity of the North Koreans, the Iranians, and a number of other, you know, pathetic countries who behave appallingly, any country that makes a woman walk behind them and cover herself from head to foot is not a country that needs respect, in my view. Um, I asked, Trump at the UN, US, may have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. What are your thoughts on that? I think that North Korea needed to be told myself. Uh, Matt Larkin says, another Cold War, I'll pass. Well, uh, I don't know that it'll be so cold, Matt. Um, 
Marnie Nea says, uh, this is worrying indeed, when one domino falls over, more will follow. It won't be a contained situation. Hopefully, it's just more hot air from the US today, uh, then more hot air from the North Koreans. Uh, Marnie, I hope you're right. If it is, good. But if the North Koreans launch another missile over Japan, somebody is going to have to do something. Because let's face it, folks, if, uh, if another country in anger stuck a missile over the United Kingdom, we would retaliate, would we not? Uh, John Hawkes says Trump is probably right. Anthony Hurley said it won't stop there, though, will it? Dan Saunders says, not quite like Reagan's talk about if we were invaded by an alien threat, we'd all work together. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Darren Foster says, the word lunatic springs to mind. To the rocket man, I think, Darren, you're absolutely right. But uh, Trump? Hmm? Uh, Justin Richardson said, innocent men, women and children, all totally destroyed because Trump has no choice. Well, Justin, maybe you could tell me what choice he has if this pillock keeps on threatening and then eventually does manage to strap a, a nuclear warhead to one of his rockets. And for some goodness only knows what reason, he sends it over Japan, it blows up over Japan, kills loads of innocent people then. What is going to happen? Uh, Karen says, go for it. Imposing sanctions against the despot does not harm him. Only his people. If all the liberal hand ringers over the years had sorted the psycho father, we wouldn't be discussing this now. Uh, Lee Wagner says, somebody has to have a word with Ding Dong Dell. He's a village idiot who is going to cause a war. Trump will sort him out. Um, I don't think it's Ding Dong Dell. I think it's Kim Jong-un. Not sure who Ding Dong Dell is. Uh, Philip Heathcote says, how long do you leave North Korea to build up their weapons even more? Uh, it's a good question, Philip. I don't know. Paul uh, Mungle says, the problem I have with this is North Korea a threat? Is North Korea a threat or just what we are being told? After all, the only country to use nuclear weapons in anger has been the USA. So which one is the real threat? Uh, some people would agree with you, Paul. Susan Harris, about time we had a world leader like Trump, a great president, doesn't namby-pamby about. Uh, and finally, Jason Crowley, if China doesn't step up and curb North Korea, it will fall onto the USA to deal with them. I think Trump's statement is a sound one. And until somebody stands up to North Korea, they will continue to destabilize the region with their aggression. So very good points. Um, and some for, some against. But I think it's interesting that more and more people are going to see Trump as a valid uh, president. Is that valid? Is that right? That's correct. That's a word. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the man, I was impressed with his his speech at the United Nations. He didn't pull any punches, uh, and he didn't ad lib. Uh, and I, I think, you know, there comes a time when you actually have to say uh, something to people like North Korea and, and put them on notice. You can't carry on doing this because they're messing about and uh, somebody will get hurt. I feel sorry for the people of Japan who are being terrorised every time they hear that a missile's flying over their heads. Yeah, and he, he you know, and nobody has... Is, he's, like the, he's like the playground bully. <clears throat> he's, he's just carrying on, and he thinks no one will stop him. I don't want to see the people of North Korea decimated, killed. I don't want to see... Because it will affect South Korea if they were to nuke North Korea, so I don't think that will happen. But I do think 
you know, what happened to Iraq, which I was totally against, by the way, and was an unnecessary war. But you saw what they did to Iraq, and I think that could happen to uh, Nyon Pen if he isn't very careful. And on that cheery note, isn't it time for Tech Talk? Because I <clears throat> I am losing my voice. Uh, yeah, I can do Tech Talk. Uh, rest your voice a bit. Go and put your feet up. <clears throat> um, am I going to have to put up with that all the way through? Sorry, I'm just having a gargle. Is, is, is that day nurse you're uh, gargling? <clears throat> no, just water. Carry on. Okay. <coughs> Uh, right. Uh, Am iOS. Am I putting you off? What? Am I putting you off? It, it, yeah. It doesn't matter, though, does it really? Uh, no. <laughs> right, carry on. iOS 11 for your iPhone, the new operating system for Apple. It's available now, so you can download it, install it, and use, a lot of your apps might not work. Well, why are you telling me? I don't have an iPhone 7. No, no, no. It's for every iPhone. Oh. Uh, you need to check the uh, situation by going to your settings, clicking on general, then clicking on about, and then clicking on applications, and it will tell you all the applications that will not work when you update your phone. And there's quite a few. I need a new phone. That won't help you with your apps, though. The app people need to go away and rewrite their code and then uh, submit it back to the iTunes store for the apps to work. Which Where which... does that leave my app? Well, you see, the thing is, I, I wrote it in 32-bit code um, a, a year or so ago when I first started writing it, so I'm going to have to redo the, the uh, compiling, etc., and make it into 64-bit. So that's going to delay it by a few... Well, a few... Um, years, probably. Years, yeah. Um, I'm still working on it. it. It's work in progress. iOS 11, I'd wait for a few weeks before you update your phone because every time Apple brings out a new operating system... Lots of problems happen, like your phone bricks or things don't work properly or your battery dies after a few hours, you know, that kind of thing. So just, just leave it for a while and let everyone else suffer. And if you notice that people aren't suffering, then download it. What phone do you think I should upgrade to? Seven. Seven? I thought you said a six last time we spoke. No, a six is nothing better than what you've got now. Get a seven. I phoned Coca-Cola yesterday. You what? iPhone Coca-Cola yesterday. You see, I thought, because we were doing Tech I thought, iPhone Coca-Cola. Has Coca-Cola brought out an iPhone? I was trying to work that out. No, I phoned Coca-Cola yesterday. I, uh, I, had, I bought a multi-pack uh, of Coca-Cola, and every single one of them tasted disgusting. So I phoned their 0800 hotline, and they're sending me some new Coke in the post. How can they all taste disgusting? I don't know. The, the, the recipe was obviously a disaster on that day. I, I really don't know. So, uh, yeah, it works. Phone, phone them. If you have a, have a can that's uh, a bit off, give them a call. They'll send you some fresh ones. I, I would suggest nobody drinks that stuff. That's what I would suggest, but carry on. I've tried switching to that new Pepsi Max Ginger. That's quite nice. Oh, God, you really, you're, you're, I'm, a, I'm amazed you're still alive. There's no sugar in that. The food you eat and the stuff you drink, you'd be better with a glass of wine or a beer rather than that sugary stuff. I'll leave all the alcohol up to my wife. Yeah, well. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. Come on. Okay, more back to, back to tech talk. 24-hour um, removal target for terror pages, uh, Theresa May. Good. Germany do it in 24 hours, otherwise they get fined. Uh, Theresa yeah. May has told them that it's going to be two hours or, or else. 
excellent or they can get fined as well I don't know whether we're fining but Germany are fining but uh, we're saying two hours uh, which is good yeah yeah, and there is no excuse, no excuse. Uh, when these prats go and put this stuff up online, they can be traced as well. There is just no, no, you know, nobody is. And and any or of these organisations who are refusing to cooperate with the Secret Service, they need dealing with too. Yeah, we can suspend their service in the country. Yeah, we can do that quite easily. Yeah, yeah, well, we should. Yeah, take Facebook down for a few hours until they uh, sort their act yeah. out, that kind of thing. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, because they, they would the, the amount of money that would cost Facebook. Yeah, a lot of loss in av- uh, advertising revenue, yeah. 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 Uh, films? Do you reduce some films? Yeah, have you uh, seen any? I haven't seen any of the films you sent me yet, but I will. I haven't had a minute. I might do that this afternoon because I'm poorly. Mm. I'm poorly sick. I'm poorly sick. I haven't seen any films this week. Oh, well, we'll do films then. I've seen the new Tomb Raider trailer. That looks quite good. Are we going to do trailers I've seen and loved this week? <laughs> I was just thinking, if, yeah. I, if, if I have to talk about films, I'll fill it in with a trailer I've seen. <laughs> yeah, Tomb Raider yeah. trailer. Why don't you... Listen, I'll tell you what, you sent me that thing about um, Poundland's nutters. Why don't you tell everybody about that, and then I can just sit back and laugh. Oh, the um, Poundland have got... Uh, I would call it fake M&Ms. They've, they've mocked up um, some sweets that really look like M&Ms. And you know the M&Ms round um, characters they have on the on the packets? Well, they've given them funny... The ones I- who are always in bed with uh, your wife or something? That's the one, the ones that, um, yeah. The Poundland have, have called them nutters because they've got peanuts inside, you know, M&M peanuts. And they've given them sort of googly yeah. eyes and, uh, you know, funny faces and, and whatever. And uh, some uh, MP has uh, taken exception to it, saying it's uh, not a good image. Mental health, uh, you know, it's not a good thing to take the piss out of. Oh, for goodness sake. You know, it's, it's just a stupid you story. Can't, you, know, you can't, look, you can't, we can't all live life trying not to offend everybody. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you know, you can't, the word spastic it used to be the name of a charity uh, that helped people um, with cerebral palsy. And the spastics... Uh, society uh, did great work and unfortunately a few people started using it the word spastic as uh, as an insult and rather than take the word take control of the word which I rather think they should have done and and not you know uh, they changed the name and now uh, you know you use the word spastic and you will be severely criticized I used to have a, one of my television shows, and you can probably find it, one which I did with Mike Mansfield, um, we did on disabled sex. And we took a guy, and I think his name was Chris. It was a long time ago. I think his name was Chris. I wonder what ever happened to Chris. He was severely disabled with cerebral palsy. And he used to have a bottle of red wine in his wheelchair with a straw. But he was incredibly eloquent. And he'd started a campaign for people who were as badly disabled as he was, uh, to be able to get, as a human right, sex. And, to you know, he had to go to Amsterdam to get sex because it wasn't legal to go to a prostitute in this country. And we did a whole thing on it. And it started quite a, a debate. Um, you know, if we spend our lives going, oh, well, that word's offensive or that's offensive, rather than actually addressing the real system behind it, 
we're we are now reaping the benefit of um, of a generation who have to be protected from anything that might offend them. Well, God help you in the future. That's all I can say. If I hear another person say, well, we've got to have a safe space here. Off. Life is pretty difficult for, for many people, whether you're rich, poor, able-bodied or disabled, young or old. You know, life can, can be difficult for most people, and there will be difficulties in all our lives at some time. You'll get a disease, you'll get a bereavement. Life is like that. And rather than try and protect people from uh, things that might upset them, the same way that they non-platform uh, speakers at universities now, they won't have people go along if you've got a point of view that might upset the students. What a lot of bollocks. Here, here. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we're run right out of time. I just want to do this Wales Mail. Okay. From David from Leicester. Hello, David. He said, I'm sending you a virtual postcard from the last place I visited. It was no holiday, though. The food was very good. Menus attached. And the last place David from Leicester um, uh, visited was uh, Leicester Hospital, NHS, freshly cooked food for you and he sent me the um he sent me the menu uh minced lamb and pea curry yeah lamb and potato curry beef curry chicken tikka masala chicken biryani arabic chicken um loads of curries it's 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 a proper i'm looking at it now it's a proper menu like you would get in a yeah. curry house yeah and a restaurant yeah wow I mean, if you didn't want spicy food, you can have a jacket potato with all sorts of stuff. That'd be more down your line, wouldn't it, really? Um, you can get uh, gooey chocolate sponge pudding, steamed raspberry jam sponge, apple crumble, stickle, sticky toffee pudding. All sorts of stuff there. Yeah. Well, there we are. Thank you. I hope you're better now, David, as well. Unless he was visiting. Unless he was, unless he was visiting just for the food, yeah. 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 Well, I hope I hope you're better now. And it, you know where anybody is, send us a postcard. Just where you've been. Yeah, we, we should put this up on the uh, on the website. The picture, yeah, the menu, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. If you're going to be ill, be ill in Leicester. Yeah, yeah. I do like a curry. That might do my cold some good, so I might go and do that. Right, shall we finish with questions? Because I think we've uh, we're nearly running out of time, aren't we? Yeah, let's finish with questions. Um, we're not going to do Doctor Who. Uh, being no, no, absolutely not. All right, here we go. Um, I'll be seeing films, by the way, this weekend, so I'll have some for next week. Oh, good. Well, well I look forward to that. Yeah, I can hardly wait. In fact, <laughs> uh, Sandy da- Jackson. Uh, do you or Rob have a theory of what life is like after death? Um, no, because I want it to be a really big surprise. And if, you know, you think too much about that now, you spend time not living the life that you have. I watched a film a few months ago. I think it was something like 47 yeah, You watch metres. a film every day. <laughs> yeah, well, not this week. 47 metres down, it's like a modern version of Jaws set underwater. And there was a scene yeah. where a, a woman was trying to get a flashlight a few metres away in the ocean. So she went to go and swim for it, away from the shark cage that she was uh, taking safe haven in. And when she picked up the flashlight, her friend, who was still in the shark cave, uh, was uh, calling out to her. And she turned round, but had no idea 
where she was. And it was all completely black with little bits of stuff in the sea floating past her. And I had this eerie feeling of like, what if that's like when you're dead? You're just wandering around for the eternity in black, not being able to see or do anything. It was a horrible thought. Well, thought some, with some, some religions would have you believe that or you would burn forever in a fiery pit. Uh, but that's a way of controlling you, I think. I think, if you want a serious answer to this... No, my serious answer is I'm, I don't spend any time thinking about it. It'll be a nice surprise, whatever way it goes. But I actually don't think most people will be able to get wherever you go and say, oh, this is what it's like. I think your memory will be wiped clean, maybe. <clears throat> maybe you are, your souls are reincarnated, because I've interviewed over the years some quite interesting people who've obviously... They're children who've lived before, who have memories that they couldn't possibly have that have been verified. I don't know. Listen, I don't know is the answer, but I don't think you should spend too much time worrying about it. A lot of the religious people spend their entire physical lives worrying about how they're going to, to be in the next life. What a waste. What a total waste. Do you remember what it was like before you were born? That's what it's like when you're dead, I think. Yeah. I think you're probably right. And I think, you know, if you go... if uh, Yuri Geller said to me once, he said, the nearest thing I can, I can tell you is that energy, which is what human beings are full of, energy, uh, uh, that you can't ever get rid of energy, right? It moves from one thing to another. Yeah. So that the energy within a human life will move when your physical body dies. Am I right? I, I can't say that you're right, but it's good theory. Yeah, but energy does go from one thing to another, doesn't it? Energy doesn't disappear. Uh, it might dissipate a bit. I think. I mean, I might. I'm not, I don't know. But anyway, Yuri Geller's view was that that it it all goes so it goes up into the ether and joins together. You're part of a collective energy, maybe a collective brain. I don't know. I don't know what happens with our souls and things if we have a soul. What gets into what makes us think? What makes us, you know, is it all just the 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 gunge in our heads, uh, or is there something more? Food for thought there. What you mean is you? It's too deep for you, that isn't it? It's it's way 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 too deep and way above my pay grade to comment on things like this. All right. Well, we're way over time. Let's have one more question because uh, I've not got much voice left. Okay, <clears throat> uh, Caroline Staff. Did you know that sand is named because it's where the sea joins the land? What? Sand. Sea and land. land. Sand. 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 Sea. Sand. No, I, I have to admit, I didn't know that. So they've taken the S off the word sea and joined it to the word yeah. and. Sand. Sea and sand. Is that right? Right, well, every day's a school day. Listen, I've got to go. I can't talk anymore, and I'm just going to go all through the next bit. But there isn't a next bit. This is the end of the show. Uh, I wonder what life is like after the end of the show. Lonely, very lonely. He just hangs up when I stay on my own. Editing. Well, I tell you what, the show's going to. I tell you what, the show's going to be like for you today. It's going to have a lot of fucking shitty fuck. Editing for you to fucking do. I wish I hadn't bothered doing that now.
are listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.